Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season. And uh, it's the type of mindset that I, that I have and um, I hope the guys will have coming back off the break. In my mind goes to that zero dark 30 mode that he's <laughs> gone in, in the past when he's just locked in. LeBron usually waits the second half of the season to turn it up. James puts up the three. Oh, it's good! LeBron James from downtown! You're going to need LeBron and AD as healthy as possible, but it's just a matter of is there enough time for the Lakers? I want to see myself not being a part of the postseason for two years straight. You know, we sit up here talking about the record and things of that nature. That's all cool, but I'm more passionate about trying to make the postseason. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. The push for the postseason, it starts now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Basketball is back. I'm Malika Andrews. I'm so glad to be back with you all in the Lakers. They're back in action tonight right across the street against the Warriors. And what we just heard from LeBron James, it's what he said in Salt Lake City. It is crunch time for Los Angeles. So here's LeBron talking to reporters just moments ago. Good to get back. I would say that it's good to get back and uh, try to pick up on you know some of the momentum that we have before. Obviously, the, the Portland game didn't go as planned, um, you know, and um, but but more but after that, I think uh, and before that, you know, we've been playing some good basketball. So hopefully, we can continue that tonight. I think I've talked about it over and over throughout um, you know sessions post game. Just speaking of just the chemistry side and, and, and what lines are going to start, what games are going to finish, or you know, and obviously, you know, sometimes you're going to have. You know, when guys are in and out of line and things of that nature, but for the majority of it, you know, when it comes to you know, injuries, we haven't been on the good side of it, you know, sure. the last couple of years, you know, last year and a half. So it's good to see that, um, you know, uh, you know, right now we feel pretty good and, and guys are looking forward to get out and, and see how much momentum we can pick up with this lineup. I feel like we have to, like, knock on some wood now that LeBron James is saying the Lakers are fully healthy. Welcoming in Zach Lowe, newly re-signed with the Sparks, Shanae Agumake, Vince Carter, and Kendrick Perkins, our soon-to-be best-selling author. I'm speaking it into existence. So that's what LeBron James had to say just a couple of minutes ago. Perk, what do you think of a fully healthy Lakers team? How dangerous is that with their new additions? Well, well first of all, I had to take another look to, to make sure I was looking at it right. LeBron is averaging 38 and 7. Like, that's crazy in itself. But you know what? This team right here, with the way that D'Angelo Russell has been playing, like, since January, even when he was with the Minnesota Timberwolves, the addition of Jared Vanderbilt, they have everything and more, in my opinion. The only thing in question is the health of Anthony Davis. But when it comes down to the Western Conference, it's a few teams that don't want to see this Laker team. And thank God for the play-in tournament. It was the best thing that the NBA could possibly uh, do. And so when I'm looking at it right now, they just have to go on, what, a five- or six-game winning streak, what they're capable of doing, and get into the play-in to get into the postseason. This team will be dangerous. They will be the most dangerous eighth seed in NBA history, in my opinion, if they get into the playoffs, which I think they will. And, and Perk, if they do go on a 
five-game winning streak, they can go from 13th to almost like eighth to seventh, possibly even sixth, which means you don't even have to do the play-in. But what I really like about this Lakers, you know, new addition, this new-look squad, is that they have depth. Finally, they have depth. They have right. more ability to spread the minutes in the rotation. And most importantly, over the last, uh, what was it, five games, they're ninth in defensive rating. Defense is what makes the Lakers successful under LeBron James. That's what they won their championship under uh, in 2020 in the bubble. It was the top one or two defense. And the fact that their defense is improving, they have more players to add in the rotation that can really spread the floor. It seems like they're building the right momentum. And I think LeBron James set the table saying, hey, these next 23 games, Games are the most important that we've played so far this year, mm. and they are really built to make a push. Right. Zach, where do you fall on all this? Well, uh, look, <laughs> momentum, five-game winning streaks. The Lakers are 27-32. and 32. Like, not a lot of teams that are 27-32 and 32 just like, okay, we're going to go on a five-game winning streak now. That's like a fifth of their total wins for the whole season. Yeah. And I understand they're a totally new team with the subtraction of Russell Westbrook, D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley. They're a team that makes sense now. They didn't make sense before. They make sense now. I just have to see it for like a week right. before I start projecting like sixth, fifth, seven out of eight. They're 13th right now. Like, I just need to win tonight, and then we can start talking about it. Yeah, they make sense. I think they have some questions to answer about their defense. I think it's interesting they're starting Vanderbilt and Davis together. To me, that signals we're willing to sacrifice a little bit of spacing, a little bit of offense, because we think that's our only roadmap to having a good enough defense to win some games. But, like, they got to win some games before we start discussing them as, like, this scary seventh or eighth seed. Perk, are you okay? And, and also <laughs> – Perk just doesn't look okay, Vince. I'm going to get to you in one second. I just had to I'm, check on I'm my so, guy. I'll go ahead, Vince. I, I, go ahead, Vince. I'll get at Zach in just a second. Go ahead. I'm so- no, I'm, I'm, well, th- to add to that is that other teams are going to go on win streaks, and they have to get through this, this, these next three games first. Uh, like, they're playing Dallas. They're going to see Golden State a couple of times. They're going to see Memphis a couple of times. So, yeah, I have to just see where they are. I I think, you know, 75% of their games they're going to have to win. So that's like 15 to 17 games, somewhere in there to to beat. But, like, to get to six, like, that's asking a lot. Yeah, you see the next three Warriors, Mavericks, Grizzlies. They already lost to the Thunder. So it's just you're asking a lot here. Essentially, their next seven games, right, are all against teams that are in front of them in the standings. And we've seen it before. Well, who is it, the Knicks? They got to the finals as the eighth seed. So it's not impossible, but Perk's face says differently. Yeah, it, it does because in a locker room, right, when you're five games below 500, the only thing that you're thinking about is chipping away a little bit at a time. And so you're saying, hey, let's just get to 500. And once we get to 500, what's our next goal? This is probably what they're saying in the locker room. Like, let's take baby steps. Let's, let's not look too far down the line. But look, we are 27 and 32. Let's get to even. Let's get us to the point where we're at a, a 500 team and then we could just continue to build from there. That's why I said go on the five game winning streak. The streak, Zach, these are the conversations that you have in the locker room when you're trying to, you know, that when the pressure is on. Mm. I mean, their path just isn't easy, right? At the end of the day, that's what it is. They're two games back and need to jump Period. three teams to make the play in. Our analytic, analytics give them about a 51% chance of doing that. 
34% chance to make the playoffs overall. But I want to dive into this matchup tonight a little bit more. And to do that, we have our team reporters with us. Kendra Andrews covering the Warriors. Dave McMenamin covering the Lakers. Dave, I want to start with you because you were at the Lakers practice facility as we speak. You heard from LeBron James this morning. What did you learn? Malika, LeBron kept things pretty close to the chest today. I mean, some days you can tell he wants to talk, others, like today, pretty tight lip. But the one thing that caught my eye was his smile when asked about Darvin Ham saying that he's sticking with the same starting five that we saw prior to the break in that win against the Pelicans. The Lakers have played 59 games so far this season. They've had 30 different starting lineups, the most in the league. And LeBron said this is something he's talked about time and time again in post-game uh, press conference scenarios how they've shuffled through different starting lineups different closing lineups he feels like this is a good starting point for this final stretch again not just the most 23 important games of the season LeBron said over the weekend the 23 most important games of his regular season career he put himself out there Darvin Ham put the team out there saying they want to get the sixth seed or higher I asked LeBron about that goal he said hey it's good to set goals and have something to strive for and then on the other side, the Warriors, it hasn't exactly been an easy season for them. Kendra and Steph Curry still out since he has been since early February with that foot injury. When might we see him back for Golden State? Well, Malika, the Warriors say he's making good progress. He actually started individual on-court work just a couple days ago, but he's going to get reevaluated in one week, which means he's going to miss the next four games at least. That's tonight against the Lakers hmm. and back home against Houston, against the Timberwolves, against Portland. So there's no real timeline yet because that's just a reevaluation. Date. And what the team is saying is it is really important for him to be as close to healthy as possible before he gets back out on the court. Because unlike that shoulder injury from earlier in the year, right, where they just said, we need to get to a point where you just won't re-injure it, right? Where you're not as high as ri at risk when you're on the court. But because we're dealing with ligaments here, you can't go on an 80% ligament. It has to be 100% or else he might injure himself worse. And through these last 24 games, they're trying to make a push. They want to get out of that play-in yep. into the playoffs, and they want him in the playoffs. This is the time help is coming, but mm -hmm. it's coming potentially a little bit slowly. Dave, thank you so much. Kendra, please do not go too far. I want to bring Zach Lowe back into this conversation because, Zach, we've talked about a whole lot of confusion using teams this year. I got to put the Warriors up there as a team that we've said over and over. All right, now's the time they're going to get right. All right, here come the Warriors. And time and time again, it's been like, huh, what is going on? What do you make of all of that? Yeah, in my 12 or 13 years of covering the NBA, I think this Warriors team is the single most baffling team that I can remember. All the numbers, or most of them say, this is a good team. Their starting lineup is one of the best five-man lineups in the NBA. Their core bench groups, the guys that they've settled on as their key reserves, even without Curry on the floor, they have good scoring margins. You should be a good team. You should be a winning team. And yet, they're not a winning team. They're 500. They can't beat anybody on the road. It seems like they can't put together two consecutive good quarters, let alone two consecutive good games. The numbers and the record just don't match up. Even their record with Curry is not even that much better than it is in the games he's missed. And he's missed almost 20 games now, and they've hovered around 500 in those 20 games. I keep waiting for the numbers to translate into wins, and they don't. And I honestly don't understand why. Some of it is health, and I think a key guy we haven't talked about enough is Andrew Wiggins. Mm -hmm. When they were playing well at the start of the season and they had like an 8-2, and 9-2 and two stretch, he looked like the guy who made the all-star team last year, the guy who was their second best player in the finals. 
We haven't seen that guy, that two-way force, since he got injured and missed about a month of the season. They need that Andrew Wiggins about, not quite as much as they need Curry, but almost as much to kind of lock their team together. Maybe that's what we're waiting on, just good health. I don't know. They're a baffling, baffling group. And Andrew Wiggins is, is not with the team. He's right not with now. the team right now with a family matter, and there's no timetables when he's going to, to come back. But Zach's absolutely right. He's been a key player that helped them. Uh, you know, get to the finals and right. win a title last year, and he hasn't been the same version of himself. Oh, and that's what LeBron James is saying is good about the Lakers right now. He feels like, okay, we're fully healthy. Let's see what we got. We haven't gotten to that point with the Golden State Warriors yet. Kendra, thank you so much. I will be stealing that dress from you. Zach, don't go too far, because still ahead on NBA Today, hear from the Suns on Kevin Durant's status. We've got some clarity on his much-anticipated debut with the Phoenix Suns. And what day of the week is it, Janae? You know what it is. It's Thursday, so we are headed to the upper room, baby. That is coming up. Plus, I'm so excited to share this project with you. I sat down with the future of the game. Who's the best player in the game right now? Ooh, we'll hear from them on that answer on the other side. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. Welcome back to NBA Today. So this is the point of the year where things get a little bit spicy. The stakes, they are bigger now. It's now or never for teams that are looking to make a postseason push. And with that, I'd like to bring in our analyst, Kendrick Perkins. Because, Perk, which player, as you are looking down the stretch of the season, has the most at stake here? (laughs) You know, you probably would think I would say Kevin Durant right now, huh, Malika? (laughs) You think you know me, but you don't. You know who I'm going with? You know who I'm going at? I'm going at John Morant and the dark side because you know why? He sat down with you and had one of his epic interviews and he totally disrespected the Western Conference and all the teams in the West, including the Golden State Warriors. He said that he wasn't worried about anybody. They're running up the chimney looking for the smoke. Well, he has all the smoking board now. So here's the thing. With John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies, they talk so much noise and I'm with it, but anything less than the Western Conference Finals is a bust season for them. So now I need to see, can John Morant take that leap and be that superstar player to carry 
carried this Memphis Grizzlies team to the conference finals this year like Luka did last year. So the player most at stake is John Morant because if he don't, that video, that interview with him sitting down talking to you will be circulating all through this offseason. Hmm. Well, guess what, Perk? Guess What's what? up? We're going to hear from John Morant in just a little bit right here on NBA Today. Another one of those epic <laughs> interviews. So if Perk took the player, that means the logical next step, right, is what team are we looking at? For that, Zach Lowe is back with us. Zach, which team has the most at stake down the stretch? Now, you said down the stretch, yes. if you included playoffs, it's the Sixers or the Clippers. But that's a, that's a discussion for a different day. Down the stretch, I'm going off the beaten path. How about the Minnesota Timberwolves? 31-30, mm. clinging, clinging to a sad little play-in spot, owing their unprotected first-round pick, unprotected to the Utah Jazz. They have a lot more road games than home games left. They haven't been good on the road. At some point, they're going to reintegrate Carl Anthony Towns into this puzzle. That didn't go great with him and Gobert early in the season. And he's coming back to a team that now firmly belongs to Anthony Edwards. The stretch run for Minnesota, do they go up? Do they go down? If they go down, how far down? Mm. How scary does it get? A lot of decisions about their future are going to be made in these next 20 games. Very interesting. So, Ant, he told me this week, right, that he believes that this is a team that they share. He thinks it's his team. He thinks it's Cat's team. But when you're looking down the stretch of the season, I agree with Zach. They have something on the line here. But that leaves the question of what is the storyline that leaves the most on the line here, Vince? What do you think? You know, Malika, it's easy to, to mention the obvious which is the Phoenix Suns, and that's who I'm going to talk about, the <laughs> obvious, the Phoenix Suns. And I, 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 and, I, and I think because Kevin Durant wanted to, uh, requested to be moved to Phoenix, they got it done. Now he's there. And Phoenix moving a lot of young talent, a lot of 3 and D, a lot of important pieces away that can form your championship team onto Brooklyn. Now they get, they only have 22 games left. Let's start there. So how quickly can they gel and get their team to where they are cohesive and they're on the same page playing great basketball going into the playoffs. Can they get it done? Because like, like Perk said about the Memphis Grizzlies, I think for the Phoenix Suns, this year is important for them. They're putting all their eggs in one basket right now to win. Can they get it done? And that's, that's all eyes will be glued on the Phoenix Suns from here on out. Absolutely. All eyes will partly be glued because we want to see how Kevin Durant is going to look with this Phoenix Suns team. He has officially been ruled out of Friday's game, but we will hear from Monty Williams in just a little bit. Actually, here he was moments ago. Take a look. There's Kevin Durant just moments ago. The Phoenix Suns practice facility. The Suns, they host the Thunder tomorrow at 10 Eastern. We will hear from Monty Williams on Kevin Durant in just a little bit. Ooh, I'm so excited to see Kevin Durant in a Phoenix Suns uniform for the first time. Going back to the desk here, though, with my girl, Chanae Gumake. My friend, we know each other pretty well. Oh, yeah. We, we spend a lot of time together. <laughs> I know you don't like to make picks, but how about this? Oh. I got a hundred bucks here. Oh. If you were to put this hundred, not you can take. We can go out to lunch afterwards. Okay. But if you were to put a hundred bucks on the team that is going to win a championship this year, who would it be? 
I had to pick, and you guys really incentivized me to make one pick with the $100 bill. But Malika, I actually got two fitties because oh, I can't design. <laughs> I got two fitties for you because right now I really love the Boston Celtics, and I know I totally pulled the signature Chanae and splitting 100 into two fifties. I love the Boston Celtics. I think they've been the best team from top to bottom. They're like top five in offense and defense, but I also love the Milwaukee Bucks right mm, now. I hear you. Because that acquisition of Jay Crowder, I think brings back that P.J. Tucker factor that got them to a championship. I would like to put, divide this and give 33s, .33, right? And put the There's Phoenix no Suns into category, today. but <laughs> I don't want to put pressure on a championship or bus season for them this year. Mm. They're going to be my pick for next year. Right now, I've got it coming out of the East between the Bucks and the Celtics and 50. Got them. Where, where, where are we going to lunch? Because we can get some good. Yeah, we Katsuya? can. Any, Katsuya right across yeah, the street. Yeah, let's go to Katsuya right yep. across the street. Uh, the future <laughs> of the NBA, it is in good hands. So coming up right here on NBA Today, I sat down with Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Ja Morant. That is a must-hear conversation on the NBA's brightest that's coming up next we eating good over here baby you like the salmon i like, I like the, the tuna. wagyu fried rice yeah the wagyu that's fried it. rice <laughs> we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there but if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With my first pick, I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. With my second pick, rising star, superstar, most electrifying player in the league, John Moran. With my third pick, I'm going to go with Puka. Luka Doncic. With my third pick, I'm going with Mr. 71, Donovan Mitchell. Welcome back to NBA Today. Over the last two years, we've celebrated history in the league. Steph Curry becoming the three-point king. LeBron James becoming the new all-time leading scorer. But simultaneously, there's been this little rumble. Because who has the single highest scoring game this season? Donovan Mitchell. Who's the first player in NBA history to have 60, 20, and 10 in a game? Luka Doncic. Who did Dr. J say on this show is the most exciting dunker in the game today? John Morant. Who has the most 50-point games in Celtics history? Jason Tatum. So for the first time ever, ever, those four players, they sat down for an interview together, and I am so excited to share this project with you because the future, it is right now. Hey, bro. You know the question they're going to ask me. Who do you look at around the league as you're studying and say, 
we're going to have to run through them. Celtics. No one in the West. Nah, I'm fine in the West. What question? Fine in the West. I mean, you got the Celtics represented right here. They ain't going to let me lay that one down. He might as well get that one out the way. He might as well start that one down. All right. Raise your hand if you're fine in the West. You're not fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't want this to sound like the beginning of a wedding ceremony or like a marriage, but we're gathered here today, if you will, because the future of the game, it, it's in your hands. LeBron is in year 20. Steph Curry is in year 14. Kevin Durant was drafted in 2007. It's you. You're, you're nodding. Is that, yeah? You, you get that weight done? I mean, yeah, for sure. I think we all recognize it in our different ways. You know, I think it's something that we don't take lightly. We gotta go out there and perform on a nightly basis to make sure we stay in that, in that light. Donovan Mitchell goes for 71 points. It felt like last year you were in the finals. It was a little bit of old school, if you will, versus new school, one of your own, kind of on that stage. Did you feel that shift coming then? I think you could say that. With them going to, you know, Western Conference Finals, it's hard time now. But the older guys still holding on a little bit, um, as they should. But we're on our way. Jason Tatum with the triple, another tough one at the rim for Jason Tatum. What did you guys think watching him in the finals, watching you in the Western Conference Finals that stage? What did that make you think about? For me, it was uh, special because you know it was first time to get to the West Conference. I think I learned a lot, especially playing against Golden State, how they play, you know, the championship mentality. So I learned a lot from that series. You know, for me, tired of sitting at home watching right play, you know what I mean? And I've known JT, we've known each other since he was probably like 15, 16 years old. You know, it was great to see, you know, us as a group, you know, as a young core, continuing to put on and, and do big things. Well, Luca doesn't like being called Luca Magic. 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history. But he does magical things, it feels like, every night. Is there something, when you guys are watching each other play, where a move or something you want to steal from each other's game. Yeah, I think just learning of everybody, you know, uh, just seeing how they play the game, you know. Uh, you don't really try to steal moves, but you, you wanted to get learned. Uh, I can't be like this guy. Red. I can say for me, um, you know, just speaking on these guys' game, um, just watching, um, just how they make, you know, the game look so easy while they're out there, you know, just playing at their own pace and, you know, getting to whatever spot they want to on the floor, you know, scoring at will. You know, with social media and everything being, you know, on our phones, being able to see these guys each and every night, whether it's 70, 60, or, you know, Josh jumping over somebody. It's like that healthy competition of like, damn, I need to, they did this this night, I play tomorrow, let me, let me try to go do something. Tatum on the cut, takes it all the way and slams it! Who's the best player in the game right now? If I had to pick, I think I might say Giannis. Giannis! Taking flights and taking no prisoners. How he impacts both sides, scoring, rebounding, how hard he plays. 
And like we all have off nights, but I feel like when he has an off night, it's still 25 and 15 instead of 40 and 20. And he's won, he's won a championship. These two, since they're fine in the West, you have to go through Giannis in the East. So, you know, good luck with that. I'll say Giannis too, for sure. So that was just part one of our conversation. We have more to come tomorrow on NBA Today, but back here with Zach and Perk. Obviously, we have a lot that we just heard, but I want to start with the last thing that Jason Tatum said. He said that Giannis is the best player in the NBA right now. And, and peeling back the curtain a little bit, I went back and forth on asking this question because I truly thought that everyone was going to say LeBron James, sort of as like an homage. Are you surprised by that, Zach? I'm kind of surprised nobody said me. I'm the best player. Luka, Tatum, right. Ja, Mitchell. I thought someone would say themselves. Second of all, are we throwing cash around for these answers? Do I get a hundred bucks or or two fifties no. or anything for making a prediction? Because I'll gladly take some cash. Yes, I agree. I think Giannis, game one to the end of the season is the best two-way player in the league, the best player in the league. For a single game, I might want Durant, but I think Giannis is the best player. What do you think, Perk? Well, uh, no, he is the best player. See, the thing is, they couldn't say themselves, right? They had to be honest. In order to be the best player, one, you have to have the resume. And since I had my coffee this morning, we know Giannis' resume is longer than the Starbucks line. <laughs> Two, it don't happen overnight. You have to do it for an extended period of time. And over the last three and a half, three and a half to four years, Giannis Antetokounmpo has been the best player in the world or in the conversation for being the best player in the world. It don't just happen in the season. So they have a lot that they still have to accomplish on an individual basis. But when it comes down to MVPs, he has that. When it comes down to winning the defensive player of the year, he has that. When it comes down to to all-star appearances, he has that. First team all-NBA, he has that. First first team all-defensive team, he has that. He has everything. So, Yes, he is the best player in the world, and he's still delivering in great fashion, and he's still having one of the best seasons of his career right now. Hmm. Well, and when I asked, who, who, which generation is Giannis? Is he this generation? Is he the few, the, the, and they're like, he's a tweener. He's in between. He I was like, all right, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Let's dive a little bit more into the future of the game. Because these four guys, Chanae, they are on the rise. But I, I want to make a couple of predictions if we could, which okay. I didn't bring the money, so oh, I, don't yeah, got, I, I don't got any more. That's the precedent now. Yeah. Where's my hundred dollars? Where's my hundo? <laughs> you're gonna get, you're gonna run me out of house and home. <laughs> All right. Who are we gonna what are we gonna start with? Oh, the first to win an MVP today. I think it's Luka Doncic. I agree. Luka Doncic, he leads the league right now in scoring at 33.3 points per game. So I think Luka will be the first of that bunch that you spoke to to win MVP. All right, the most MVP. I think I'm gonna repeat here because his usage, I believe he's what, second in usage Mm -hmm. per game. And so he's always gonna be the key piece for them. Yep. So if he's that to win MVP, I think we see that the game is probably gonna run through him. A lot of the comparisons have been to LeBron James for opposite reasons but more so for control and production. And I think he could end up with not just the first, but also the most MVP. So the first two, though, are regular season. We know that when it's all said and done, what do people care about? What do people talk about when they talk about Jordan versus LeBron? They talk about titles. Who's going to win the most titles? I love this right here. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. 
Jason like Tatum, that. absolutely. He could win one this year. I think he's that type of player that is the icing on the cake for a championship team. Where these guys might have to put the whole team on their back, mm -hmm. he's probably going to be on a team that is more built to win for years. Yep. Whether that is Boston for his whole future or somewhere else. I've got JT with the most titles when all is said and done. You know what? I think I agree with you on oh. this. I think that Jason Tatum, he's going to get some MVPs in his future. He but Luka Doncic, when it's all said and done. I like this. Uh, we're going to take a second spin with those four gentlemen tomorrow on NBA Today. I promise you're not going to want to miss the rest of our conversation. When I say second spin, I mean literally. We were spinning the wheel and we had a lot of laughs. That's to come tomorrow on NBA Today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Four heavyweights take flight. The AT&T Slam Dock. Okay, that's how you started the contest right there. That's a good He might be the best in-game dunker of these guys. Welcome to the NBA! <laughs> he's the star of stars tonight. He's got to come up with something spectacular next. And it's over, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we have witnessed a star being born tonight. McClung, he stole the show. I'm getting ready because it's about that time for the upper room, baby. But Vince Carter, this is the first time that we've had you on NBA Today since Mac McClung did your uh, It's Over. Do we need to call like some sort of lawyer? Do you have that trademark? What's going on there? What do you think of that? I'm going to have to call my lawyer, Kendrick Perkins, and we'll t we'll have to discuss this matter. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm excited uh, for him. I'm happy for him. And what, what uh, I, I was drawn to Mac McClung because he wanted to be in this dunk contest. He wanted to win this gun dunk contest. And I thought, you know, that energy shined through into the arena and got everyone around him. You know, if you followed him a little bit, you, you saw him in, on his YouTube videos back in the day and was very familiar with him. But it's nothing like being on this stage doing it now in front of, you know, everyone on the NBA platform. And he delivered.
He absolutely delivered. All right, Vince, let's bring the rest of the panel into the conversation. I'm getting limber. I'm getting ready. Because where are we going, sir? The upper room, baby. You What's already up, know no. that we are headed to the Our upper room. room. We are going to the upper room. Here is how <laughs> this is going to work. Oh, my gosh. We're already in the upper room. I guess I'm going to get out of Zach's way. Go ahead, Zach. Ooh. What's your nominee? Hey, look. Look. I'm going to pick a dunk that almost started a brawl. That's how good the <laughs> dunk was. In your face, I think Phoenix Suns. 360 in-game. You could feel the earthquake when Zion landed. One of the most athletic players we've ever seen. Almost started a fight in a game. I'm going the Zion 360. All right, so you were so excited to nominate your dunk. You didn't even did. let me explain the rules. Vince, I want to hear your thoughts on this, but really quick. Today's upper room, it is the best of the first half of the regular season. Any dunk in the first half of the regular season that was done in-game is on the table for today. So, Vince, you can percolate on that. That was a nice dunk from Zion Williamson, but, Janae, can you do any better? Okay, no, I, I got to stand up. I got to stand up, and I know my camera is going to lift with me. <laughs> we have the opportunity today to right a wrong. Oh. A dunk that deserved the upper room candidacy. A guy that Malika herself has said an all-star snub. I present to you someone who has joined NBA today before, Aaron Gordon. Oh, I love this dunk. On this dunk that really stopped the whole NBA. We expect this from John Moran. We expect this from somebody who's been in the upper room before. Give this man his shine. I present this iconic dunk. Don't let like big guys, you know, finish last just because they're bigger and they're expected to dunk like this. We expect this from him also. No! No, no, we expect this from from him. Bias! We expect Aaron Gordon. When when he was on the fast break, you knew he was about to do something. That's all I'm saying. Big man bias, right or wrong, Vince Carter, because that man deserves the upper room for the first half of the season when all these other guys get multiple. Give the guy his his flowers. I thought that he deserved to be in the upper room for that dunk. I nominated him, and then you told me all that feedback. So I thought about it. I listened. And you picked and first. And I said, and I picked first because I responded to the text first. That was a <laughs> way too big of a knuckle pop. And I said, who is it that has been in the upper room multiple times? Who is it that already has this dunk recognized by you, Vince Carter, as one of the very best this season? He is the most electric dunker in the game Don't today, according to Dr. J himself. Hush, Janae, it is Ja Morant. Show me what you got here, young man, because I know Kendrick Perkins. He's all about the dark side. Ah, throw it down, sir. Oh, that one. I'm just saying, oh, that one. when you got to hold back the entire oh. bench, when you expect oh, oh, greatness from him and he still is able to surprise you, the cock back, sir. Woo-hoo-hoo. Come on, Vince. You already know that this one deserves bottle service. I'll try. I'll see if Perk can do better than that. But you already know your decision's been made. Well, well, well <laughs> hey, Vince, it was cute t- listening to Zach talk about the brawl. What? Listening to Sinead go horse sound like a, a screaming grandmother that got like six of her grandchildren Don't that can't dare, get them under control. Sir. It was also it was also cute that Malika stole my job Morant dunk today before I could even us. place hit the uh, button that said it's mine. Hey, boy, but here we are. I'm going to sit back. Hey, I'm going to sit back for a moment, Vince, and I just want you to listen. All right, close your mouth and open your damn ears. 
if there's anything I could change about the league to make it better. Probably just all the guys sitting resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. I take pride in trying to play every game because I don't know, it might be one fan that has never seen me play and I'm trying to play. <clears throat> now, Vince, you may say, what does this have to do with anything? And I'm about to tell you right now, I'm about to tell you right now in this delivery. Okay, so forget the fact that he caught Shangoon twice in this game. Forget the fact that he actually won the upper room week, upper, uh, won the upper room on this week. But Vince, you're old school, and I know you totally against low management. You heard what Anthony Edwards said. Hey, man, I want guys to show up and play. So that means that he also said in that interview that I know people, it might be that one person that spend their hard-earned money to watch me come out and play, and I want to make sure I'm available. So with you being old school and being available, a guy that played 20-plus years in the league, mm -hmm. I know I don't have to sell this dunk or Anthony Edwards no more. And you can go ahead and open the ropes, open the ropes and let me in. <laughs> the wait, 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 wait. But I'm, I, that was well done for And remember, when he was on the show, he told us he was going to dunk on somebody the next game, and he delivered. Ooh. He did. So okay. there can only be one, Vince Carter. Who is heading to the upper room, sir? Let me see. I played for, um, I played for the Memphis Grizzlies once. Mm -hmm. John Moran. Welcome back, my brother. Bottle service yeah. is free for you. They call me Shanae, the winner. Shanae, Shanae, no, no, Shanae, I, I'm let's not, talk I about can't. this. I, I want to talk about what, this with the panel. I tried to I warn you, bro. I want to talk about this to the panel. I can't. Because, because look, like, Perk, you know for a fact you were, you were going to pick that, and you, ha you did pick that. And when you think about this dunk, how many of those guys on that panel can do that? That, that we picked? Lucas said, right, zero. Vince, Vince, you know what you just, Vince, you know what you just told the world? No, no, no. That you, that you're okay what? with low management. That's what you just told the world right no, now. I think he that just told the world I'm a winner. The world knows I'm not okay with yeah, yeah. Because, because, because let me tell you, this is the second week in the row when oh, the upper room that my presentation has been off the chain and you have robbed me. First. You have robbed me, hey, bro. Maybe this is the back second back. week that my well, presentation I put my all into Zach. this project. I put I put 30 minutes into rehearsing this. Boo. I put 15 minutes yeah. into calling Wah. the producers to pull up this film. You can just and this is the second the year in a row that you have, second week in a row that you have robbed me of my a presentation. Perk. Does that not matter, Vince? Cry me does that not matter? NBA Today will be right back. We resign. Okay, I win. No. <laughs> <laughs> got a big game tonight. The second-seeded Grizzlies, they face off against the third-seeded 76ers. These two teams are pretty evenly stacked. You can see they're both top three seeds in their conferences. They're led by MVP candidates in John Morant and Joel Embiid. Embiid is second in scoring, and Morant is eighth. So there's no doubt that these two teams, they both have championship aspirations. But, Zach, for you, who has a better chance of reaching the finals out of these two? 
So I'm going to throw up a little bit in my mouth saying this because I don't really like their chances of getting to the finals, but I'm going to go with Philadelphia just because it might be now or never for this group. They're veteran, they're experienced. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them in a big game, but Memphis to me is so young and so inexperienced and has had a pretty rocky last six weeks. Kevin Durant just came to load the West. I don't like either team's chances of going to the finals, but I will swallow hard, close my eyes, and say Philadelphia and not feel good about it. Well, we know what Joel Embiid is going to bring, and we also know that the Sixers, right, Zach, they're going to go as James Harden goes, but that's not what I want to focus on right now. Last week, a gunman killed three people and injured five more at Michigan State University, and one of the surviving students is 20-year-old John Howe, and he is a huge fan of James Harden. And according to a GoFundMe page, Howe's injuries, they've left him paralyzed from the chest down. So after reading about his story, James Harden stepped in. He sent sneakers, including one pair that was gain warm, to the hospital for Howe. He contributed to his GoFundMe set up to alleviate some of the medical bills. And he spent time encouraging the young man. Everything is working so much. Just show. You all right? I hope you're all right. I promise you are. told me that he wanted to brighten John's day even if it was just for one minute and he knows that John's life it's never going to be the same and Harden he said he gave John his phone number made sure to let him know that they will FaceTime again soon and hopefully Harden told me John will be able to come to one of his future games so we are thinking of you John James Harden that is an incredible gesture NBA Today will be back in 60 seconds NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. Kevin Durant, he was working out today at the Suns practice facility. He didn't participate in practice, but you can see him there. It's exciting to see him in a Suns uniform. Getting closer, we hope, to making a debut with the Phoenix Suns. And with that, we welcome in Brian Windhorst, who is actually in Phoenix. Brian, you just got done observing what sounds like a pretty interesting Suns practice. What more can you share? Oh, he participated in Suns practice, Malika. It was the most intense practice for Kevin Durant since his knee injury six weeks ago. And according to Monty Williams, one of the most intense practices of the season for the Suns. They were definitely trying to test out Durant's knee. They brought in officials to try to manage it. They worked through late game situations. And when it was over, Devin Booker was all bloody on his arm from how intense it got in there. Um, they are not going to play Durant tomorrow against the Thunder. They are going to see how he recovers from this workout. And I would say that Sunday against the Bucks is unlikely because they've got to travel all day on Saturday and then they have an early game on Sunday. It's more likely assuming no setbacks for Durant next Wednesday at Charlotte, which would give another live practice for the team on the road. 
Devin Booker mentioned that he is already getting very excited about this. And Malika, during the break, Durant and Booker were here in Phoenix and they played one-on-one to get uh, their skills sharpened up. And it only furthered the excitement between the two as they get ready to finally get on the court together. I am excited to see when that finally happens. Brian, as you've been observing Kevin Durant over the last couple of days in Phoenix, what's the single thing that has stood out to you the most about this new group with the Suns? Well, here's the thing, Malika. Durant has come back from this this exact injury, this MCL sprain, in season twice before. So he knows exactly what he needs to do to get his body ready and where he needs to get to go back into game action. And even Monty Williams said today, it's really more up to Kevin and the training staff than it's up to him. So this is part of his process while we're watching unfold. Brian, thank you so much. Chanae, games are back yes. tonight. Yes. What are you most excited for? I think Warriors-Lakers is going to be fun across the street. It is, but I do think that LeBron James set the tone with mm-hmm. these next few games really matter. I feel like that sense of urgency has translated all across the association. Absolutely, and we get to cover it tomorrow on NBA Today. Basketball is back, baby. NFL Live coming up next. Mina, Laura.